Welcome to the Carrots and Cake Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Hopper, an FDN practitioner, author, mom, and IBD advocate. Tune in each week for real-life advice and strategies for becoming your happiest and healthiest self, all while thriving in the gray area. Trust me when I say, you can have your carrots and cake too. Hey guys, good morning, happy Monday, and welcome to this next iced coffee date. So this is a traditional iced coffee date where I'm standing in my kitchen, but today's topic was very much inspired by my one-on-one clients, my group coaching clients, the lifestyle ladies. I just feel like it's a hot topic. So this is really how to manage stress. And when I was going through all my health stuff, when I was working a million hours, people would say, oh, you really need to manage your stress. Managing stress is at like the root of what you need to do. Managing stress is the foundation of getting better. And at the time I was just like, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like I could not understand how to manage stress besides like meditating and taking hot baths and going on vacation to some tropical location. I was like, none of these things really apply to me in this moment. Like I needed to figure out what I could actually do. I'm such like a doer. Um, I'm Enneagram three, you know, my whole life is about achieving and doing and checking things off my list. So it was hard for me to wrap my head around how to actually manage stress. And it was really, really hard for me. Um, So I wanted to talk about some of the things that I actually did. And if some of them resonate with you, great, try them out, see how they can work into your life and how they can benefit you. Um, And I can tell you in like a year, I mean, I was my sickest at the beginning of 2020. So the end of 2019, oh my gosh, all these years are mixed up. So no, the end of 2020 into 2021, that was when I was the sickest. So it's only been about a year of me actually doing less and managing stress and making an effort and trying to change my behaviors because that's all it is. It's changing what you're doing and doing something else. And obviously that's gonna be very uncomfortable. It's not gonna feel normal. And it was hard. I mean, I fell back into old patterns. I still fall back into old patterns of like working all the time or stressing all the time or doing all the things around the house, you know, just my usual type A, like 100% effort type person. Um, But anyways, I wanted to share some of the things that like really helped me. So some of the things that you can actually do to manage your stress, because it's such a vague thing. And I always feel bad when I say it to clients, because it's like, it, it really does, you need to be You need to take like an individual stance because you know what is stressing you out. You need to figure out how to manage that. Um, But I just wanted to give you some ideas. I probably have like 20 ideas of things that I have done and I've done them at different times for different reasons, some for short period of time, some for long period of time, long period of times. And I can't say it's like one thing. It's kind of all the things. And I mean, that's what I think about when I think about my health. I don't think it was like just the parasite protocol or just the mold protocol or therapy or managing stress. I think it was like all the things. Um, And I think that's the same way with stress. You kind of have to hit it from like multiple facets, multiple levels, because stress can be um, mental, emotional, you know, the obvious like work stress, relationship stress, um, constantly worrying, you know, having too much on your plate, but then also physical stress. So obviously I've talked about overtraining, overexercise, under eating. Um, If you do have any sort of like gut inflammation, back inflammation, um, blood sugar issues, all of these are like physical um, stress on the body. So even though we think of mental, emotional, which obviously you need to manage that, um, it sometimes can be physical too. So I'll talk about some of those as well. 
All right, let me get into it. Cause I, like I said, I have probably over 20 ideas and Quinn has to get on the bus in a little bit. So need to get all this in, get him on the bus. Although he's on top of it this morning. He knows what he needs to do. We're, in, we're into a routine for the most part. Okay, so number one, <clears throat> which I kind of laugh about uh, because my husband bought me a weighted blanket. <laughs> And I was always like, do I really need a weighted blanket? It was just like one of those, it caught me off guard as far as a gift, you know? Um, the first night I used it, I was like, there is something to be said about this blanket. And it's literally a 15 pound weighted blanket and it just calms your body. If you're somebody who is always kind of like high strung, amped up, I mean, I would literally feel my blood pressure raise as I was like running errands because I just felt like I never had enough time. Like I was always at that state of kind of stressed out like literally all day long like that was my life and I remember like running errands at like Derby Street and I had to go to the post office I had like six million things I needed to do before I started my day and I just remember like my heart racing in my chest and just feeling like oh my god <laughs> like I'm gonna die and it not like I'm gonna die but I was just like this is like such a crazy response to what I'm actually doing right now but all this to say that weighted blanket at the end of the day it just I don't know what it does it just has this really calming effect on your body and it helps me sleep so much better and it really has been like a game changer and like when I don't have it when we go on vacation or we're at a hotel or something I'm always like not gonna sleep as great as I could sleep at home. Um, I should just bring it with me, but it's 15 pounds and yada yada. But it's incredible, I highly recommend it. Um, and it really has made such a difference as far as just actually sleeping. And obviously sleep is very important when it comes to managing stress. And I've talked about how I didn't sleep for a really long time. Um, so that was another key piece. I guess I should add that. Um, so um, pretty much all of my life, I mean, I remember even in high school not sleeping. I would sleep like three to five hours because I would be up late studying. Um, I was that straight A student, you know, top of my class, like I had to get perfect grades. Um, that went well into college, after college, and I was one of those people that was like, oh, if I got five hours of sleep, that was a good night. Um, and even into adulthood, 30s, into my 40s, I wasn't really sleeping that much, probably five or six hours. Um, but when I got really sick, I just prioritized it, um, and I was sleeping seven, eight, nine hours, and I think that has been huge. So if you're somebody that is not sleeping much, prioritizing sleep can make all of your stress issues so much better because when you can't sleep or you're not sleeping, I just think it's so much harder to handle the stressful things in your life. Um, the next thing is therapy. Ah, oh, yeah, therapy. I am such a big believer in therapy and I'm surprised it took me so long to actually get into it. I had like done therapy sessions here and there, but I never really like connected with the therapist or like, I just didn't feel like I was getting anything out of it. I mean, maybe it was just a point in my life where I just wasn't open to it. Um, but like right when the pandemic started, I started doing therapy and honestly it was like perfect timing. I had already planned to do it. It's just the world shut down like the same month I started therapy. Um, but it has been amazing. I just feel like I have so much perspective on things. I understand why I do things. Um, some of like the trauma in my life that I'm like working through, I think that has made so such a difference and I mean I remember when I first went to therapy it was all about work it was just like I was working so much I couldn't handle how much work I had um, childcare issues like whatever it was it was just like all in on the work and it's just so funny over the last two-ish years like the conversation has changed so much and it really got to like the deeper stuff behind why I was working so much and like what it means as far as like 
self-worth and um, being worthy and childhood stuff you know it's always related back to your childhood um, but it's just been so so helpful so anybody that's going through a stressful period of time I say find a therapist I googled um, I didn't do anything fancy I literally googled found somebody that was local um, and it turns out you know pandemic it's all been virtual so a lot of people are doing the virtual telehealth nowadays so um, just Google. <laughs> I mean, or get a referral. I mean, a referral is good too. I mean, like I said, I just got lucky. I just Googled and found somebody I like. Um, the next thing I wrote was go the F to sleep. So back to the sleep thing. Um, I, sometimes I go to bed at eight o'clock. Like I put Quinn to bed and then I go to bed. Um, so really just making it a point. I mean, I would stay up and like scroll. I would watch Netflix, all the things. And then I would go to bed super late and then be exhausted the next day. And I would just keep doing that. And it was like, duh like go to bed get some rest go to sleep um but finally it just like clicked and for me like i tried meditation a lot over the years and not to say that it didn't help i just i'm not that meditation type person so i almost feel like going to sleep was kind of like my meditation it was like giving my brain and my body a chance to just relax and shut off for a bit um and if you like meditation great i mean i got some good things out of meditation as far as like healing and like um, imagery and things like that so you know if, if meditations for you great there's so many free apps out there there's like five minute meditations I did get into kind of like the five ten minute meditations I couldn't sit there for 30 minutes or 40 minutes or an hour or whatever it was it just wasn't my style and I think I think that's okay like if meditation's not for you there's something else for you uh, for me it was going to bed <laughs> Um, the next thing was not setting a, an alarm in the morning, which I know some people you got to set an alarm, you got to get out of bed, got to go to work. I got that. Um, but if you don't need to set an alarm, don't set one. So for me, it was not setting my alarm alarm for the early morning workouts like I used to get up go to the 515 at CrossFit I would work out in the basement early just to get it in um, and I just stopped doing that because it was almost like the subconscious of having an alarm I wouldn't sleep well um, so I just cut out those morning workouts all together um, obviously you know I have a flexible schedule so I can work out later um, but just something to think about if you could do it at lunch or if you could do it right after work um, if you could be more of a weekend warrior um, but that morning alarm I don't know there was something about it even now I'm like in a much better place and I'm still like hesitant to do it because I just feel like I don't sleep as well like if I have to get up and go to the airport or one of those type of situations like I just don't sleep well and the sleep was like a key piece for me um, I sat on the couch more which I know is like so silly um, but it just I got I got so sick guys like I don't think I I mean maybe I did like fully explain how sick I was but like I couldn't leave my house because I would be going to the bathroom every 20 to 30 minutes like it was that bad and I was having fevers and night sweats and my hair was falling out like I literally had like no control over my body um, so yeah I got to the point where I was like I am just gonna sit on the couch <laughs> I am NOT gonna do anything um, and I'm typically the person in the house where I'm like cooking and cleaning and doing laundry and organizing things and like I'm just always doing something around the house and it just got to the point where like I actually couldn't you know what I mean like I didn't have the energy like I had to go to the bathroom every like five minutes practically um so I stopped doing the dishes I stopped unloading the dishwasher I stopped doing the laundry and you know what Mal picked up the slack <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna throw it in there to ask for help and if your husband partner whoever in your family can help out ask them just say you know I, I need you to do the dishes I need you to do this whatever it is um, but it's funny because I would just leave this, the dishes in the sink and eventually they'd get done and it was just like one of those like 
it's okay. You are, you are okay to rest and in therapy, you know, you are a human, you are deserving of rest, you don't have to work all the time. You are more than what you achieve. Um, so reminding myself of a lot of those things really helped out, but literally sitting on the couch. Um, watched so much TV, um, my family does kindly and nicely make fun of me about how lazy I am, but I know deep in my soul I am not a lazy individual. <laughs> so they can make fun of me all they want. But literally sitting on the couch has been huge. Um, my nighttime routine has gotten pretty involved. Like I said, I go to bed early, but um, a lot of times I'll take a hot shower, I'll do all my face products, um, I'll get in like clean pajamas, I'll read for a little bit, I'll have quiet time, and then I go to bed. I mean, there's literally some nights I put Quinn to bed and I go right to bed. I don't do the whole thing. Um, but most nights I'm doing some sort of routine because if you think about our lives, like we're running around like lunatics all day and then we get ready for bed and then we just ask our bodies to go to sleep. Um, and I think for some people, sure, they fall asleep right away, but subconsciously, like the brain is still going a million miles a minute. And that's when you like start waking up during the night. You don't have restful sleep. You feel like you didn't sleep. Um, I, when I was super duper stressed, I literally felt like I was up the entire night. Like my brain would not shut off. Like I was like half awake, half asleep the entire night because I was worried about something or like working through problems or like whatever it is. So now like taking the time to really wind down my brain, my body, so my body is calm when I go to sleep, helps because then I sleep through the night, you know? Like I used to get up and go to the bathroom a million times during the night, um, like tossing and turning, I would wake up hungry, like all those issues, and now like I just sleep through the night, it's glorious. I mean, yeah, every once in a while I have a night where I like wake up and go pee, but then I go right back to sleep. It's like amazing, it's like night and day as far as sleep quality goes but that whole routine of slowing down and getting your body into a calm state makes such a difference um the next one is cbd and thc so cbd obviously very anti-inflammatory good for ibd that's kind of where i started with it and then i have moved into the thc category which is also very relaxing um i also don't drink as much alcohol and it's funny if you saw my real yesterday about my health journal. Um, I went back, I, I finished it the other day. It was kind of like a big deal. I feel like it was like closing a chapter of my life. I entered like my last entry. I started a new one, you know, it's not over, it's just a different chapter. Um, but when I was going through that journal and just looking at like all the symptoms, all the stuff I had been through, um, there was so much alcohol, like so much booze. And I'm just like, no wonder I felt like crap all the time, or no wonder my gut wasn't healing, or my skin was a mess, or my hormones were a mess so much alcohol and nowadays like it's not like I never drink I mean we went out to dinner we did this like igloo thing and like yeah I had a drink but like I don't drink like I used to I used to drink like I don't want to say every night during during COVID maybe every night like we were drinking a lot um but there was just so much alcohol and I think you know having this option of having CBD a little THC seltzer that type of thing it's I guess a replacement but I think it's a much healthier replacement for me um, because I do wonder if like a lot of what I was dealing with was related to the alcohol and then I think back college and beyond I mean you know I was binge drinking multiple times a week but I mean definitely Friday and Saturday nights I mean I mean maybe not during the week you know I had a job and all that so maybe I wasn't drinking that much during the week but there was a lot of alcohol and I just think about like what alcohol does to your body and oh, just in a different place but anyways I think 
Alcohol can add to that stress and anxiety as well. Obviously messes with your sleep and messes with your blood sugar. Um, so if you are drinking a lot of alcohol, I would definitely like take a look at what's going on there and maybe consider something else. THC is a nice place to be. Um, and the CBD, as far as like overall inflammation, I actually started with like really high doses of CBD and I have gone down to um, lower doses down. I think it, I think things are good. Um, like I said, it's never one thing. Um, the next thing is I stopped tracking my stats and I think this was really huge for me. Um, so I stopped tracking my macros. I was way too sick to track my food. Um, stopped tracking my steps, the 10,000 a day. And I've made jokes that I'll hit like 9,997 and I'll just go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> just like totally changed my perspective on tracking things. Um, stop tracking my workouts. So like with CrossFit, you know, we used to like write our scores up on the board. Our, our CrossFit actually doesn't do that anymore, but we still have whiteboards. We can keep track of rounds and times and reps and all that. I don't do that. Um, I mean, I'll write the workout down, but I won't keep track of how many rounds I do. Um, I just stopped tracking everything because it was one of those, like, are you doing a good job or doing a bad job? And I just felt like it added so much stress to what I was doing. So I just started living my life and I was like, I'm just, I'm not going to track anything. Um, and yeah, like, sure. Like when I was in like a better headspace, like now I'm like paying attention to like how much protein I'm eating and like paying attention to like little things there. Um, but when I was like really sick and really stressed out, I just let it all go. And it was so good for me. Like, honestly, like I stopped like weighing myself and like everything. I just was like, I'm going to just get better. <laughs> like that was it. And I didn't need all these stats. And I really do think it helped me like pay attention more to my body and what my body needed. Um, so that was like a really big thing for me. Um, I was, uh, I was tracking my HRV. Um, that is something I was paying attention to, but I think I needed that because I was not somebody who was good about paying attention to my stress and I ignored it for many, many years. So the HRV was kind of a way to like, keep me honest with what I was doing. Like, was I actually being like conscious of what my body needed because HRV is, it gives you an idea of how your body is handling stress from like workouts, alcohol, that sleeping, like a lot of the things I'm talking about. Um, so that was really helpful for me just to see like, was my body recovering? How is my body doing? Um, so I did track that, but outside of that, I really didn't track anything. And like, I got to a point where I was like, I'm gonna eat whatever the F I want <laughs> because I was like so sick. And it's funny because Mal, through all of this, all however many years I was sick with uh, UC was like, he's like, it's not the food. <laughs> and like, I knew in my heart, like it probably wasn't the food. I mean, it's the food to some extent. You can't eat like an a-hole, but I mean, I was worrying about like eating a red pepper versus like a potato. Like it was like things like that, that was like, you should not be stressing out about these things. Um, but yeah, not tracking food, not paying attention to any of that and just eating what I wanted. Um, that, that was like a huge, huge stress relief. Um, uh, doing testing that was really helpful for me. So doing the Dutch and the HTMA and GI map, I think all of that was like good data for me to have, um, in the sense that <laughs> the Dutch told me that I was stressed out. So I kind of needed to see that in black and white, you know what I mean? Cause like, obviously I was stressed, but it was so easy to ignore. And actually like, now that I say that I ignored a lot of Dutches. <laughs> But my whole point with adding that is if you're somebody who's like, I'm not really sure if I'm stressed, I can't really tell, sometimes having it on paper can be really helpful. Um, so just wanted to throw that in there as a note because yeah, now when I read Dutch's, I like just see it in like black and white, like this person is stressed, you know? Um, so it can be really good motivation to make some changes.
Um, the next one is talking nicely to myself and self-love, which I know, again, this is another one of those like eye roll things where like I didn't, didn't get it. Like I just, when people were like going through their like healing journeys and everything and people would be like, oh, it's all about self-love and like talking nicely to yourself. And I was just like, oh my God, like stop. You know what I mean? Like I am bleeding. I am going to the bathroom a hundred times a day. Like I don't need to love myself. You know, it was just one of those like stop with the nonsense you know what i mean this is so woo um but doing therapy and talking more kindly to myself like i get it i 100 percent get it and obviously i'm a lot more confident now i'm a lot happier i'm a lot more relaxed um, but i do think talking to yourself in a nice way and like giving yourself like the benefit of the doubt or giving yourself Oh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Like just being kinder to yourself. Like I was so hard on myself about everything and I had such high expectations for myself um, that like I just, if I wasn't doing it perfectly or I didn't get the best results or the results I wanted, I was just so hard on myself. Um, even like little things like, you know, binging on the weekends or not getting my workouts in. I was just so mean to myself. I was like really terrible to myself, like my mental space. Um, so really coming around with that and just being kind to myself. And like my therapist always says, she would always say, of course you were stressed out. You were dealing with X, Y, and Z. Of course you didn't want to work out. You did whatever it was. Of course you stamped at the dog. You were dealing with whatever it was. She always says, of course. Um, so like just giving yourself that grace and like trying to, yeah, just be kind to yourself. Giving yourself, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Giving yourself like the benefit of the doubt. Giving yourself grace. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. But just being nicer to yourself. I think that's been a really huge thing. Um, asking for help, um, which I kind of talked about, like Mal, um, friends, I mean, friends are always saying, oh, let me know if I can do X, Y, or Z for you. And I'm always like, no, 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 it's fine. Um, but now I feel like if a friend offered their help, I would take it. Like usually I'm, I'm that person, I will do everything myself. Um, I'm an internalizer, as I've learned a lot about myself, but I just think I can do everything myself. And like clearly trying to get better. I will figure it out myself, but you do need other people. You can't just do everything yourself all the time. And I am learning that. I'm asking for help. I hired a team. I have <coughs> just this week alone, <coughs> let the reins go on a few more things with work. And I, I, I keep telling um, my coaches, I'm like, it's okay. You guys are going to take this. You guys are going to do it. It's all going to be fine. I've given them access to all sorts of things. They have like a lot more control in the business and I am letting go. I'm letting go because you need help. Um, also kind of related, like saying what you need, um, you know, like if I'm cranky or just having a bad day, like sometimes I just tell Mal, like I just need space instead of like letting it turn into like a fight or just being like snippy with one another. Um, so just being like straightforward with people and honest with the people. I think that was kind of my point with this one, but just saying what you need. I mean, there are some nights where, you know, I am like exhausted after a day or I've had calls that go late into the evening and like, I just don't want to cook dinner and I'll just tell Mal, like, I just really need you to cook dinner instead of like, you know, being resentful and just cooking dinner and just being pissy. I just like ask him to do it. And like, if you have a good partner, they will do it for you. They will not like make a big deal about it. Um, also kind of related to asking for help. 
like doing things like grocery delivery, hiring somebody to clean your house. Um, I hired a bookkeeper for my business because I used to do all the finances in my business and I hated it. Um, food delivery, ordering things online, just making life as easy as possible because it's one less thing that you have to think about. And obviously it's more expensive, um, but if it can help with your mental state and your stress levels, like why not? It is worth the money. Um, so that's definitely something I have relied on a lot more. Uh, this is a big one. I actually talked to my group ladies about this is, um, when I discovered that I was able to control my thoughts, which sounds like kind of like woo and whatever out there, um, but uh, like you have the ability to control what you think. It's that whole like monkey mind thing that you need to like control your thoughts. But I would be laying in bed, thinking about everything that I had to do, worrying about X, Y, and Z, and my mind would just run and run and run all night long. And then I realized that I could control the thoughts. Like I didn't have to lay in bed and worry about negative things and feel crappy about them. I could think about sitting on a beach or snuggling with Murphy or um, camping on a mountain, you know, like whatever I came up with in my mind. Um, and it wasn't like I was just ignoring those negative thoughts or the things that I had to worry about or whatever it was. It was just, there was a time and a place for that worry. And all those things could be dealt with the next day. I wasn't going to fix them that night at 2 AM worrying in bed. So why not enjoy what I was thinking about? Why not like relax and be happy instead of like all like pissed off and angry and worried? Because like I said, I wasn't going to get out of bed and like, fix whatever technology was broken or write an email or whatever I had to do. It wasn't going to get dealt with for the next day um, or two days later or whatever I dealt with it. But laying in bed just worrying about it was just doing so much harm to my mental um, happiness, I guess. So I just started to realize that. So now when I go to bed, I only think about happy things. And if I like my mind starts to go to the negative, I remind myself, I'm like, you have control over this. Like you're a dummy. <laughs> Talk nicely to yourself. You're a dummy if you allow these negative thoughts in and keep ruminating on them. Like, move on. Um, obviously, talk nice to yourself. But it was one of those, like, why would you choose the negative over the happy ones when you're trying to be, like, a happier, calm person? And it was such, like, a no duh. You know what I mean? Um, so nowadays, like, I, I really try to focus on, like, the positive, especially when I'm laying in bed. I feel like that's like a hard time for me because I'm always like worrying about things or thinking about the millions of things that I need to do. And you've probably heard this before, like having like a notebook next to your bed to like write things down, like to-do lists or, you know, random things that pop in your head. And I do, I have this journal actually. And a lot of this actually came up one night when I was, um, actually it was before I fell asleep, but I was just thinking about my um, group clients um, and my one-on-one -on -one clients and the stress and everything. And I just started writing down notes of the things that I actually did. And now it's a podcast, but instead of just having that in your brain and keeping you up at night, just get it down on paper and it can help you, you know, just forget about those things for now until you can do them later. Um, the next one, lowering expectations. This is one of my favorite things to tell clients. <laughs> um, so I think what happens with a lot of us so when we're like, oh, we're going to get healthy, you know, I'm going to go to the gym six days a week and I'm going to eat clean and I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And sometimes it's like too much, like you put too much on your plate. Um, so it's really about lowering your expectations. So then it's like, maybe I'm going to eat um, a clean breakfast every single day of the week and I'm going to get to the gym three days a week, um, but lowering your expectations. So for me, it really was like, 
I used to have a to-do list with like 20 things on it every day and I started to prioritize. I was like, these are the three things I'm gonna get done and if I get anything else done, that's a bonus. And there are some days that I get those three do things done and I don't do anything else, which is crazy. I still have a really hard time with that, but I have to tell myself it's enough. <laughs> um, so like with work, um, setting my expectations low, um, like I said, like it's like one thing for the day or just a few things for the day that I try to do. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Sometimes it's like, I'm just gonna put the laundry away today. You know, it's the only thing I'm gonna do today. Like when I was really sick, it was like low, low expectations. Like I'm gonna fold this, this load of laundry and be done with it. And it's not to say that like, you're like a lazy human. It's just like in your life at this season of life where you're dealing with a really stressful time, you shouldn't have to expect so many things from yourself. It's okay to expect less from yourself to get yourself through a stressful time. And when you come out on the other side of it and you have more mental capacity, more energy, then you know you do all the things. But I do think women in general, we're just really hard on ourselves. Um, so for me, just to like take it down a notch, same thing with like the workouts. Like, I mean, I was the person that was working out six days a week. I would do two a days. I would take like random yoga classes after a CrossFit class. I would run to CrossFit and run home. Like, like just so much exercise. And now if I do three workouts a week, I'm happy. I did it. You know what I mean? Like I don't have to do anything more. Um, so just really like lowering your expectations as far as like what you ask of yourself. Um, I think also giving people the benefit of the doubt, which is going to sound like a little bit weird, but there was a point in my life where I just felt like everybody annoyed me. You know what I mean? Like people driving slow or like people, I don't even know. I just felt like everybody annoyed me. <laughs> Like this has a reflection of me, not of everybody else. But I was just going through like such like a negative headspace. Maybe it was low progesterone, messed up hormones. It probably was, but just like everybody annoyed me. And I even like talked about Mal, like Mal would like walk behind me in the kitchen and I'm just like, oh, he's so annoying. <laughs> like just stuff like that, which is like funny to think about now because now like I'm just, I'm kind of like always happy. I'm like, like that annoying, happy person. But anyways, like just, like flipping the switch on that and just reminding myself that like everybody is trying to do their best and like everybody is going through their own shit. So just like being kind and like giving people the benefit of the doubt. So if somebody cuts you off in traffic, just be like, oh, maybe they're, you know, having a rough day and they're just feeling a little spacey today and they cut you off by mistake, you know, like they weren't trying to do it. Um, or maybe they're really in a rush, you know, maybe they have like a serious emergency and they need to get home because they, I don't know, left the oven on or whatever it is. So like, I just try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Um, and especially with like the pandemic, I think like every, we can make all the excuses, but I mean, I think it was really hard for people. So I just, yeah, just everybody's doing their best, you know, the masks, the vaccinations, like everybody's just doing their best guys. Um, alcohol, I mentioned that a little bit, um, just giving up alcohol. I mean, not totally, not totally. I'm not, not totally all or none here, but um, it's not like a regular part of my life anymore. Um, eating real food, I think this was really big for me. I mean, obviously I've always been a healthy eater, but just really paying attention to like ingredients and fillers and um, I don't know, all the different things that are in food because I was eating like a lot of like weird, I don't, I don't know, things that I thought were healthy. Um, and then I just got to a point where I was like, if I'm gonna like actually like heal my gut, I need to eat actual food um and i think that's really just made a difference because like i feel better i mean obviously like any sort of like mineral or nutrient 
um, deficiencies, anything like that. Obviously very much related to hormones and metabolism, um, but just eating real food. Like I don't, I mean, I eat Cheetos. I mean, you guys see me eat that type of stuff, but like I had those like eggs or those eggs, those just eggs and like vegan protein powders and like just like a lot of like weird kind of like fake foods. And I just don't think that was doing me any favors just as health goes. And I do think when you think back to like nourishing your body, that is like such a big form of self-care. And I do kind of think, not that we overlook it, but I think that we think that we need to eat perfect for some reason, but really it's about like nourishing your body and giving yourself like good foods that actually like give you energy and make you strong. I'm like running out of time here, guys. Um, <laughs> uh, I laid off caffeine for a really long time. Um, I think that helped as far as <clears throat> just anxiety levels. Um, I would feel kind of like amped up and I would feel it when I was working. So it was like a combination of like work stress and caffeine. Um, so again, I think it kind of depends on your phase of life. If you're super duper stressed, um, maybe laying off the caffeine for a little bit could be a really good thing to do. Um, minerals, mineral balancing has been huge. I, I think it's amazing, but adding in magnesium alone can be really calming on the body. Um, so you can do it like right before bed. I think you should be doing it like throughout the day if you're really stressed out and you can really go, you can really do like high doses on that. And I, a lot of women come to me and they're, you know, they're taking magnesium already, but they're not taking enough. So for most of my clients, I'm recommending like 500 to 600 milligrams per day. Like that is something that like your body needs. I mean, if you're a slow oxidizer, you probably don't need as much. Again, like if you want to do an HTMA, <laughs> come talk to me. Um, but all that to say is like you probably do more magnesium and get to help. Um, and it kind of depends on what you need for magnesium. So I typically recommend magnesium glycinate as kind of like the broad spectrum, like most people do well with it. But again, like work with a practitioner, like there's different types of magnesium that can do different things for you. But um, like I said, you could probably take a little bit more. Um, fruits and roots. Uh, another thing that I tell my clients, I added more fruits. I have never eaten so much fruit in my life. I pretty much eat an apple or two every single day. Um, also drinking orange juice, eating bananas, pears. We like fight over the pears in our house because everybody likes them, but just eating so much fruit. And it's so funny because I avoided fruit for so long because I had too many carbs or too much sugar or whatever it was. Um, and then roots as far as root vegetables, um, you know, parsnips, carrots, um, potatoes, sweet potatoes, squashes, all that. They have really good carbs. They have a lot of vitamins and minerals and fibers and they're so delicious. And if you're somebody who's avoiding carbs and you are cranky or stressed out, carbs can be your friend. Carbs are really calming on the body. They are literally the body's favorite food to digest. They are so easy to use. Um, and if you have stress, um, your blood sugar is going to go up. So if you are, if cortisol goes up, blood sugar goes up. And a good way to get blood sugar to go back down is by eating carbs. I mean, sure you could have sugar, but why not have some good carbs? So long story short, carbs can be very, very calming on the body. Um, eating carbs before bed can help you sleep better. Um, I'm just a big fan and my diet is a lot of fruits and roots nowadays. And then finally, I really need to go and get Quinn on the bus, um, is just simplifying my meals. I mean, at my worst, I was eating our carnivore diet. I mean, it was literally the only diet I hadn't tried. Um, and we got to the point where it was like, all right, let's just try eating meat and see how you do. <laughs> 
Oh God, it was hard guys. It was really hard. Um, but I can tell you that carnivore didn't not work. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't getting worse. Um, and eventually like things got like a little bit better. Um, but I think just simplifying my meals in general, like nowadays, like I'm eating like two or three foods together. It's not like a full on recipe. It's pretty basic and boring, but it makes life so much easier. And I mean, sure. I'll like, I'll cook like an actual meal for dinner, but like breakfast and lunch, it's just like, I don't know, like an egg with some potatoes or an egg with toast. Um, lunch is like a piece of fish or ground beef with a vegetable. Sometimes it's like literally ground meat with butternut squash and like that's it. And I mean, it's so, it probably sounds boring, but I mean, I kind of, I like those foods. They're like simple, um, but it just keeps that whole like, what am I going to eat? Like, you know, the whole uh, like judgy food thing, you know, like what should I eat? How should I like plan my macros? You know, like all that. It just takes all that frustration out of that. And you guys know I'm the macro person. I love macros. I think they're great for a variety of reasons, but if you're going through a really stressful period of time or you're trying to heal your body, they might not be for you. Um, and we tell clients that all the time, like if they're on a cut in a really stressful time in their life, it's not ideal. And like, we will typically have them go to maintenance and wait till there's a better time for them to do a cut. So just wanted to throw that there. Okay, I really need to wrap this up because I need to get Quinn on the bus. I hope you guys found this helpful. I hope some of these things resonated with you. I hope you found some things to add to your life to help de-stress, um, but gives you kind of a little insight about all of the different things I've done over the last two years. And I do really feel like I'm in a very good place. I have chilled the F out. <laughs> it's taken a long time to get here, but we're here. Okay, I'm done. Have a great day, guys.